the attitude is you got to bring it every time. Mm-hmm. You can't be inconsistent. You can't have someone come to church one Sunday. Wow, he really did a good job this Sunday and the next Sunday because, you know, I was distracted or just didn't feel like putting the time in and you're just throwing anything up there and then it's yeah. so-so and you're you're all over the map. Right. I think that drive to be excellent, that drive to do a good job every time you're out, mm-hmm. every time you have an opportunity, you're going to do a good job. I think that kind of drive helps set you apart. Dictionary definition of respect, there's two of them, a deep admiration for someone elicited by abilities, qualities, and achievements. Exactly, there you go. exactly right. what you were saying. And the second one being um, a due regard for feelings, wishes, rights, traditions of other people. Right. I'm Bill McMinn, Senior Pastor of Beagleville Bible Church, and this is the Way to Go podcast, and we are about faith, family, and daily life. We're about taking God's Word, breaking it down, making it practical to everyday living, and we love to do it. Now, if you want to watch the show, you can actually go to Eagleville Bible Church. Just go to YouTube, type in Eagleville Bible Church. You will find it on the Way to Go playlist. But again, faith, family, and daily life this is what we're all about. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast. I'm here with Eric Barfell, our very fine youth pastor. We're glad you're here, man. Thank you. It's good to be here. It's good to be here. I'm not saying just on the podcast. I mean, at church, actually. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. you know, in the whole scope of life, like the big job and <laughs> yeah. the little job of the podcast, both things. I'm glad I've, glad I've made it in, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, you know, we're going to talk about respect. And one of the things that I hear, you know, screamed out and you hear police officers saying, respect me. You see the mm-hmm. uh, black community saying, respect me. Not everyone, but I mean, a few of them are out there, you know, in some yeah. loud voices. And I've always heard this, you know, respect is earned. And you can't, as soon as you're demanding respect, no matter what your position or office, I think that it's not good. Like if I would hear a boss and he would come out and he would say, I demand you guys on the floor, you know, let's say he's a foreman at a factory. I demand you guys respect me. As soon as you have to say it, it's over. Okay. Because you shouldn't have to say it. Because if you haven't already earned their respect. True. Going out there and demanding their respect. It, no, it doesn't work yeah. because if you're not, let's say if you're lazy, uh, you're not doing a good job, so on and so not forth. Not very respectable, right, right? Right, exactly. So, so you, you know, we, we actually just talked about that. We're doing a relationships uh, series in our young adults Bible study. And so we talked about respect, and then we look at respect in different relationships, friends, uh-huh. husband, wife, with nonbelievers, et cetera, et cetera. So, and, and it's just very discussion-based. So the question is, is respect given or is it earned? It's earned. Absolutely. So are you saying you have no respect for anyone until you, until they earn your no, respect? I mean, there's sometimes there's a position where I'll respect it. I think that's a great question. Like I'll respect the position, but I'm not going to respect the person in the position if they're not respectable. In other words, if you're my boss, whether I respect you or not, like the Bible says, you're going to go out and work hard Sure. for a good boss, for a bad boss. It doesn't really matter. So I'm going to respect that position, but you as a gotcha. person, no, I see. I see. Yeah, no. And I, I really do believe, I mean, I think respect is earned is a classic statement. And I think mm-hmm. there's just a, a lot of truth to it because I'm the kind of person, if let's say if somebody doesn't trust me, then I'm not going to per se blame them. I'm going to say, mm-hmm. okay, well, what do I need to do better? Sure. Because if I haven't earned that by now, then then maybe there's something on my part and some reason that I've not earned that person's respect because I tend okay. to look at it on me and saying, this is my issue. Like I can't go as a coach when I was coaching kids. If I haven't earned their respect as a coach, me demanding it's not going to make those kids respect me more. Sure. I mean, they might be compliant. I mean, they might yeah. be, but I mean, when they're on the back of the bus talking about coach, you, right? You know, it's probably not going to be positive. Trash talking. Exactly. I'm imagining. Exactly. Okay, okay. Right. Yeah, because I, I think of it in a sense that like, like a common courtesy. Yeah, I have I have a general respect for everyone. I'll hold the door open for you, whether I right. like you right, or, right. you know, I have a very g- 
general basic respect for people. But at the same time, like I was thinking about my youth leaders who give their time on a Sunday night. Yes, I most definitely have a respect for them, especially because they're giving up their time. They're working with our youth. Uh, they're doing a great job, by the way. Then there's times where um, they will step up they will speak or I'll hear someone talking about them in like high praise. And it's just reinforced in my mind and just solidified. I'm like, that is why I have them on my team. Right. They are, and like my respect for them in that sense grows right. even more so. Right. So yeah, I have a basic respect for all people, or at least I try to, but then there's times where like, I don't know, I see your hard work here, whatever you do. And it, it just grows from right. there. I think too, some of what you're talking about is being courteous. Like, I think that, you know, you're courteous if you're at, you're holding the door for mm -hmm. someone. It's not, it doesn't matter if they're a respectable person or not a respect. It's just who you are as a human being. Yeah. So who you are as a human being is I want to be courteous. I want to show love. I want to show kindness. So I'm going to hold that door open. It has nothing to do with you as a person. I think that when you get in relationships where you know people well, you can't just expect, like a boss can't just expect, expect respect if they're not really pushing themselves sure because what they're going to do is everyone's just going to kind of follow suit and morale goes down actually like if you have a bad coach you got to figure with the browns i mean and some of the things they they went right. through last year i would have to imagine in a locker room talk it's probably hard. Be good yeah. yeah because you know as a mm -hmm. coach you know you're not really bringing a winning team and you and i were actually there last year at training camp oh, yeah. and we kind of saw like it seemed to me kind of like lax a little days. questionable like, there yeah no like, actually hey. Was, right, boys. Yeah, and I, I would just kind of wondered about that at the time because it was so low key, and I'm like, man, I I ran harder soccer practices than I'm seeing. And then yeah. what did we see from the first game on? You know, they come up against Tennessee. I think it wasn't lost. Too great. Right, first right out the gate. So, Not too great. So that's yeah, it was, for sure. it was definitely disappointing. But I think that that's a case where you would have to earn respect. And when it comes to let's say leadership, leadership is built on three principles: it's mm -hmm. your character. All right. It's your capabilities. It's your chemistry. So if you're if you don't have good character, people really aren't going to respect you as a leader, and you're not going to have influence. If you're not good yeah, at your job, right, right. like as a coach, if he's not a good coach, it's going to come out there. Therefore, you're going to start to lose respect. Mm -hmm. You're going to start to lose your influence. The chemistry part would be relationships. If you don't have a good relationship and don't really care about people, they're probably not going to respect you as much. And I think from all those ways, even from a leadership position, all those ways are ways that I'm going to be earning a person's respect as a leader. Because in a lot of things, like as a pastor, you're a leader, you know, a shepherd's a leader, a leader of your staff, a leader at home. You know what I mean? And I think all of us have yeah. spheres of influence. And See, it always comes, there's a tripod that is like, a, you can't have a tripod for a camera standing on two legs. Yeah, right. It has to have three legs. And that's the way leadership and influence really is. And I would say slash respect as well. Again, are you good at what you do? Do you have good relationships? Do you have character? Can one those of those make things. up for the other? I don't think so. Not, I mean, not entirely, but like where it, where it might be lacking. You might have a strong suit, but I think you're going to have a tough time earning respect without character. Like, in other words, if you're lying to your guys all the time or to your, your spouse or to people around you, or if you're a youth leader and maybe they're an exceptionally loving person, like you say, so you respect the love they have for the kids, mm -hmm. but they're every other week they're, they have another excuse why they can't be there. They come every week late. I see. It's going to start dinging sure. the respect that you have. And they might be like, you know, rock star in a certain area, gotcha. but then you're kind of okay. getting, you're kind of getting frustrated. So I think because of the frustrations that would come, no. Well, that solidifies the tripod analogy. Right. You don't want a wobbly tripod. Exactly. You, you want get a blurry solid. photo. And actually, you know, I didn't make that up, and I, I'm not going to claim uh, credit for that. I read it in a book. I think it was called Leadership Revolution, mm -hmm. and they talked about it. And I thought that I liked it because it was a very simple approach to leadership. And to me, earning okay. respect 
it, it's just right there. Again, it's your it's your character. Do you have good character? Gotcha. The chemistry of relationships, and are you capable? Are you doing a good job at what you do? Because you tend to respect people who are good. In other words, for I like to take uh, photographs. I'm probably not going to want to go learn from somebody who takes crummy, blurry photos, and not. Right. You know, I'm going right. to tend to go towards people who are really good. To push yourself. Yeah. yeah. To stretch your own limits and learn new things. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, and I, and I think I that, that, too, you respect different people on different levels. You know what I mean? As you get to know them, like, because they're really capable, like you as a bicyclist. If I had a question about bicycles, I would come to you. Mm-hmm. Because you're, you're kind of like the staff expert when it comes to bicycles. I appreciate that. You know that. a lot about bikes. So, I would come to you. Hey, what do you think about this? I like this to think speed? I know a lot about bikes. Right. But I would come to you because you have demonstrated capability because I trust your character. Mm-hmm. You understand? That's kind of how you yeah. earn respect. Gotcha. Right. And even in a, one Bible verse, I mean, Psalm 34, 8, taste and see the Lord is good. Uh, blessed be the one who takes refuge in him. I think of times where God said even about tithing, test me in this. In other words, God's saying, hey, test me in this. Taste and see that the Lord is good. If you come and experience and you come and try me out, what you're going to find is we're going to have that love and that trust for God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's going to earn that. Because he's taking care of us, not because he's not there. I mean, we we learn to trust God because we've seen answers to prayer and we've seen him do great things. Sure. You know, one thing um, I, I like to usually do this on topics I'm discussing. Uh, I Excuse me, I should have done it at the beginning. Uh, I like to have an, like a dictionary definition. So in this case, the Go dictionary ahead. definition of respect, there's two of them. A deep admiration for someone elicited by abilities qualities and achievements exactly, you go. exactly right. what you were saying and the second one being um a due regard for feelings wishes rights traditions of other people right what they do having you know a general respect for the way they live their life right. kind of a thing you know what i'm saying yeah i've had people though you know there was one time uh, there was a church in the area and uh they were they were having some issues and they they were making some decisions and making some moves so then they got questioned because some of it was, you know, questionable and it was mm-hmm. logical why somebody would ask a question like, well, why was that the decision or why did we go that way? And the response from the leadership was, well, we're the leaders and you don't question us. No, oh, jeez. And to me, that was that inability. Now, that's break, a breakdown oh, of relationships, <laughs> right? Now, now you're not yeah, willing right. to relate. You're not even willing to have a conversation where... I've always welcomed questions. I love people asking me questions. I don't get threatened by that. It's great. If you have a question, ask me. I don't care if it's about theology or what decisions we make or why we did a certain thing. I love to be able to explain the reasoning behind what we do because usually we don't do things just to do things. Uh-huh. I mean, there is a reasoning behind it. And if I can't you know, elucidate that to you, you know what I'm saying, where I can't explain uh-huh. that to you, I mean, that's kind of a problem. I think. When I was in youth group, uh, I was in high school, we were going to Cedar Point one day. So we're all gathered in the church parking lot or whatever, and the youth pastor is giving all these announcements there's a ton of people a ton of parents a ton of like friends who don't even go to our church he's like make sure you stay in groups of four all day long before he even finishes the sentence one one boy goes why he's like great <laughs> i mean now the youth pastor's on the spot of why he has right. this rule and I, he actually did a great job of answering it in a you know in a way so it, it was just kind of funny like that same thing like you can't say because that's my rule, you know. Right. You got to have a little explanation. Yeah, he, he has a question. You got to you got to answer right. him. So, uh, you know, when I think about respect at the or that first definition, like think about Michael Phelps in the pool, what he is physically, what he's physically capable of, and all those awards that he has done, the qualities right. that he has uh, as far as an Olympic swimmer. Man, I, I cannot do that. So I have a, I have a deep respect for what he right. is able to do. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, I don't know. If it was, you know. 
I don't know if he's a church going man or anything right. like that necessarily. But as far as uh, the swimming aspect, yeah, my goodness, he's really. I think it's good to have people you look up to too. I mean, good like you probably mm-hmm. have bicy- cyclists that you really look up to. You may have some that you yeah. follow on Instagram. I know you do a lot with Strava. Uh, you're getting connected with area cyclists. That yeah, trying to get respect. a group ride going. And right, and then you know as you get to know people, I think it's an awesome thing. But one of the things too, you know, on the respect is earned. I mean, Matthew seven seventeen says, "Likewise, every good tree produces good fruit, and a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad." fruit and a bad tree can't bear good fruit and again you're going to be known by your fruit so you can't come into a situation and say why won't you looking at me like a good tree when i'm in fact producing bad fruit yeah right again it doesn't matter i, I think your position like you said right at first well hey you know if there's somebody you don't know and they're your boss you're going to give them respect i think you start off there and yeah you may never give them lip but in your heart how you feel about that person as a respectful is really going to mean are the are they respectable mm-hmm. right yeah I don't, I don't want to ever like delegate and give someone a job simply that I don't want to do. Right. That's like dirty work essentially. Right. Or if it is, I'll ask someone, Hey, like, will you please help me with this? And let's just knock it out. Like I grew up in church. I hate setting up and taking down folding chairs. I've okay. been doing it for 26 years. Right. I, I <laughs> hate it. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm over it. I'll do it. But right. like when it's like the whole gym and they're like, Eric, we need you to do it. I'm just like, I don't know about this one, but like, oh, that's when I'll, like, to me, that's like, that's like my dirty work. I right. hate, but like, if I, if I can get someone in it with me, I don't want to just dump it off on someone and say, I'm not going to do this. I want you to do it. Right. I feel like that's poor leadership and right. that's not, I would agree to me like that's not respectable, but right. if I'm going to join in with them and like, we all do it together. Right. What I classify as dirty work. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think it, it depends on too, like on a Sunday morning, what I want Mark who's our worship leader and also producing this show, setting up chairs. No, because Mark needs to be worried He's about his own the job. sound. Right. And, right. So that's not something for him. Or if I'm practicing my sermon, mm-hmm. you don't want me not practicing my sermon before going up there. Cause I have to set up chairs. So I think it depends on what exactly is going on. But at the end of church, and everyone's gone and they're tearing down chairs. Yeah. Then I grab chairs and I help because again, I'm not above. I don't think any of us are above doing any one thing because we're too good. And it means a lot for people when you join them mm-hmm. and, and you show care. Uh, one, one, here's one way that I felt a lot of times. And now I, I say this, I'm not saying quite tongue in cheek, but I'm not holding like a hard, fast line on it. But sometimes I've thought about it. Hey, you're only as good as your last sermon. Sure. In other words, the attitude is you got to bring it every time. Mm-hmm. You can't be inconsistent. You can't have someone come to church one Sunday. Wow, he really did a good job this Sunday and the next Sunday because, you know, I was distracted or just didn't feel like putting the time in and you're just throwing anything all up there and then it's yeah. so-so and you're you're all over the map. Right. I think that drive to be excellent, that drive to do a good job every time you're mm-hmm. out, every time you have an opportunity, you're going to do a good job. I think that kind of drive helps set you apart and get you more in that respectable thing. Yeah. You as a cyclist, all the time we're trying to be king of the mountain, KOM on Strava. Absolutely. So you will, if you have a little quarter mile stretch on a part of Tish Road, mm-hmm. you'll try to get king of the mile on there. If there's a two mile stretch, one mile, half mile, wherever all the king of the mile and I got stretches it, baby. are. Right. And you <laughs> took a lot of attempts, but I got it. Right. Exactly. But you work at that because you work to be exceptional for me. Yeah. And what I do as a photographer, like I, I wouldn't, I'm not happy with just being, mm-hmm. yeah, go out and take pictures. 
I would strive to be, no, I want to be no one doing it better. Like right. There's yeah. no one, there's no one taking more chances. There's no one out there later. There's yep. no one out there, you know, and eventually I'll be out super early at sunrises too. And I'll get a buddy and I'll go out there eventually at some point just to see what it looks like when the sun's coming up rather as opposed to the sun coming down. What are we going to see hmm. different today? Sure. So get out there, but I want to go to places and do things basically most people just aren't going to be willing yeah. to do because that to me is an earning of, of respect because yeah, you're out there. You're not saying, Hey, like my photo, no matter what. No, I don't expect anyone to like the photo unless it's a good photo. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't expect sure. someone to like a sermon unless it's a good sermon. Sure. Sometimes like if I, if I put a, a daily huddle up there and it's, you know, it doesn't get that many likes. I don't blame the, I don't blame mm-hmm. the people. I'm like, yeah. must not have, must not have done a very good job on that one, or, I mean, or else I just didn't hit the mark, or I didn't hit a nerve. You know, what I'm saying it wasn't yeah. anything anyone was really. I was probably maybe the only place person on the planet is really concerned about it. Sure. So sometimes I'll throw stuff out there that I'm thinking about. I'm like, you throw it out. Well, obviously no one else is thinking about it. No <laughs> yeah. one else cares about I it. I met a guy who had he had been to Gordon Ramsay's restaurant in New York, ordered a steak, cooked a certain way, and it came out and it was too done. And he he took a picture of it after the meal. He emailed. The restaurant right. or whatever. I mean, it's Gordon Ram- Gordon Ramsay's a, a big chef name or whatever right. in that circle or whatever. Hell's Kitchen, I think that's his show. And, yeah, sure enough, he got, like, a, a voucher for, like, a free steak. Ne- like, to, he got reimbursed, essentially. Right. But, uh, yeah, same thing. Just because it's Gordon Ramsay, he's, you know, him and his team got to bring it every night, every right. meal that they're sending right. out. So, it's same same concept. But it, and, and if you do that, if that's your attitude, it's not saying you won't have a bad day. I mean, right. Mark's sure. an outstanding singer, you know, our worship. It doesn't mean he's not going to hit it off note sometimes. Or my sure. wife is very true to note singer. Not She's not going to hit a bad yeah, note. Yeah, definitely. I mean, everyone's going to hit, but but you can see people that are striving. You but can you can't work to a certain working. point and then get there and then coast right. and then slack off. I don't think so. Mistakes happen. Yeah, sure. But no. you, you, you got to keep pushing yourself. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Absolutely. I mean, and that's respect is earned. And I think trust is earned too. A lot of times people will like, I can, I've always said this, I can forgive you in a second. Mm-hmm. doesn't mean I'm going to trust you. Sure. Forgiveness is granted. Trust is earned. And that kind of goes back to, you know, a question you had at the beginning, you know, is respect given or is it earned respect Probably I can give you I can give you a certain amount of trust when I'm first getting to know you, but if you but if I find you untrustworthy, you got a long yeah. way to go to dig yourself out of that hole. Because if I catch a lion to me, then I'm gonna I'm gonna start questioning everything because yeah, I'm a very logical thinker. Mm-hmm. And so like I, I'm one of those guys. You lie to me in one thing, you might lie to me in another thing. Not saying you do, but now I don't know. Right. So that's trust is earned. So our trust and respect. Um, Equal and opposing. If you lose trust, you automatically lose respect. Oh my goodness, I would think if you so. Lose respect, I, I mean, you in a marriage, I can't. I mean, that's a tough. It probably depends on the person. To be honest with you, I mean, if you apply it to marriage, where I, that's where I would usually mm-hmm. when I'm talking about trust is earned, it's usually in a marriage relationship where someone's broken trust, whether it's infidelity, anger issues, or something sure. else, and you know maybe they've lied to or or even a kid to a parent who's lied to that parent so many times about not doing drugs, they find out they're doing drugs. I'm not doing drugs. They were doing drugs. I'm not doing drugs, yeah, but they tough. were, and so now you've lost trust. Did they lose respect for the person? I don't know. I guess it would depend on what they were doing. You know what I mean? And who the person is that looks at them. It depends on maybe that love level, but mm-hmm. trust for sure. Yeah. Cause I think trust is going along with what you earn. Respect is earned. And I think trust is earned as well. So, so I would say case by case, maybe on that one and maybe not, I don't know. They, but they, they probably, I mean, they're probably linked at some point, right? I mean, oh, yeah, I would think sure. that they're, I would, I would they're say. tied together, you know, at, at some point. Yeah, yeah. I don't think, I don't think that they're always 
equal and opposing necessarily. But right. yeah, when you lose some trust, you'll probably respect will definitely go down. You know, if, if looking two right. bar graphs or whatever, you know, right. one that goes down, they're they're, they're probably correlated the other ones going down. in some yeah, way. It, it, sure. They're probably tied together in the stock market. So exactly. yeah, the whole stock market's going down overall, probably they're going down too. But I think even Daniel saying, you know, hey, give us 10 days to see if our diet that we're asking for is going to work. Just mm -hmm. that's earning trust. I think Daniel his whole life earned trust. And so to me, that's a huge thing. In First Timothy 3, it says, command and teach these things. Don't let anyone look down on you because you're young, but set an example for the believers in speech and conduct and love and faith and purity until I come. Devote yourself to the public reading of scripture or preaching and the teaching don't neglect your gift then he says be diligent in these matters give yourself wholly to them so that everyone may see your progress watch your life and doctrine closely persevere in them because if you do you will save both yourself and your hearer right i mean you're gonna earn that respect you're gonna earn that trust so i love that thing hey come on get going and read that first thessalonians verse too which i think that's oh, i love this one, one. Yeah. it says um and to make it your ambition to lead a quiet life you should mind your own business and work with your hands just as we told you so that your daily life may win the respect of outsiders and so that you will not be dependent on anybody. Right. So and so mind you, your business, do your work, right. win the respect of other people. Ask what do you want your reputation to be? You know, do you want your reputation to be fighting over politics? You know, I think for me, you know, as a speaker, sure. As a photographer, sure. As a, as a dad, you know what I mean? I want to have a good reputation with my own kids that, you know, they not question that when I'm, when I'm dead, I want them to be disappointed. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? I'm not yeah, saying, right, right. Oh, well. Uh, and definitely as a, as a man of God, you know, that, sure. that's kind of the stuff. So you have to ask yourself as we end this podcast, what do you want to be known for? You guys all have a great and blessed week.